Welcome. It's Monday. It's video for all. It's uh, great to be here, is what it is. Uh, so video for all is, uh, I like to say the tagline for this is people like you solving problems like yours. I was on LinkedIn the other day and I saw a terrific post from a terrific guy. Uh, Joe Augustine is a speaker, a trainer and coach and he's a, a voice coach. He'll tell you exactly what he does because I'm sure I've butchered that. Uh, but Joe had put up a, a, a post about what he is doing in virtual sessions to help engage your clients, your audience, before they even see you. And I just saw bingo, this is so worthy to talk about. And I brought Joe on. Uh, and so if you're uh, watching out there live, uh, uh, pop your uh, comments in the comments below. Uh, if you've got any questions, please ask myself or ask Joe. And if you have a look uh, above, you'll see that there's a little link there that says uh, give uh, Facebook permission uh, to bring your uh, profile up and your name up because there's someone who's gone, hello, Facebook user there, but because you haven't been registered, I can't see who you are. Uh, but that would be great. So anyway, uh, first of all, I want to bring Joe on and say hello to Joe. Hello, Joe. <laughs> Hey, Julian, how you doing, man? Oh, terrific, terrific. So, um, okay, just tell people in a, uh, in a nutshell what you, you do. I sell insurance. No, no, um, in, in a sense, that's true. I, I was just going for the joke there. But, uh, yeah, no, what I, what I try to do with, uh, with everything I do is to, to increase the quality of the communication or the perceived value in, in the communication. Uh, so the stuff that we're going to talk about today, this, this whole thing about winning before speaking is something I call instant gravitas, right? And it's that, it's that thing that we do as, as human beings, as mammalian creatures, really, what we're doing is we're always referencing ourselves and we see, stat we see status. Uh, I'm trying to help my clients, I'm trying to help my presentations kind of like rise above the, uh, the, the expected line. Um, even before people say a word, you know, as, as soon as they see you, they go, oh, okay, you know, this is something special. It's a bit like what you've got going in your studio. I mean, look, I, I, I look at your stuff and I go like, yeah, that's exactly what I'd like to see as a, as a video studio. Uh, not, not that I'm thinking about a video studio, but I'm just seeing it as quality and it communicates something. So even with the sound off right now, someone scrolling through LinkedIn, they go like, okay, this looks like a well-produced thing. It uh, seems to be worthwhile. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, and as you and I both know, you don't need to spend a motta of money to actually achieve that. And what and what and what you've done with these videos, as you'll see, and I'll get you to talk through the process and and how you made them. But it's not complex to to make. So, um, hey, De it's Dean Hankey. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, Dean, thanks for jumping on here. Uh, so, let's go back and just. Uh, Paint a picture of what the problem is. So we go on to a virtual session, whether it's a Zoom session or a paid webinar, and typically uh, we'll be let in the, 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 the door and then we'll be people going, well, thanks for coming and chit-chat and we'll talk about a bit of housekeeping. Uh, and then it's we're sort of on hold, aren't we, for you know sometimes five minutes, sometimes 10 minutes, which, by the way, I think is really rude. 
I mean, I think if you start a webinar, it says, you know, you start on top of the hour. As far as I'm concerned, you start on top of the hour. Latecomers, you come in and catch up. Anyway, that's just me. But what you do is you is that uh, you create that experience even before then in that waiting room that we find ourselves in where you see the little thing spinning and the host will let you in soon. So yeah. um, uh, tell us what you do and then, then we'll have a look at it. Well, you see, uh, I mean, the, the, you just described the usual experience, right? Everyone comes in and they go from one event online to another and it feels very generic. You know, and if you've been, especially if everyone's using the, the favorite platform, which is probably going to be uh, Zoom, they will get literally the same screen with just slightly different words on it as they wait for the event to start. Um, and for me, you know, the, 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 the event can start before the actual event. And what I mean by that is I like to have my meetings open up about 10 minutes ahead of time so that when you log into it, you're not just going to be in this static screen uh, environment, you have um, the things that you can communicate to the audience ahead of time. So housekeeping, for instance, can be communicated in that time as well. We can also do things like introducing a bit more about the speakers, because you don't need to spend as much time to do the long introduction as you would in a, in a, in a live event. I think that when you're doing online, you can actually have a lot of that information up front. So before the actual start of the webinar, uh, I usually run a, a slideshow with uh, some music that sort of sets the, the tone as well. And, and I think of that in terms of the virtual, uh, the, the, the real world analogies when you get to an event, right? When you get to an event uh, at the hotel, at the conference center, it's not just going to be a place where they hold up a blank screen and keep it quiet and say nothing, right? There's going to be some music. There's going to be some stuff happening and all that. So that's what I'm trying to do with that. Uh, and that's before the actual thing starts. Uh, and I think we're going to get to the part where when it starts, what actually happens? That's going to be the, the, the next step. So let's look at an example here so people can get an idea of what we're talking about. So uh, just explain what this event was with the, uh, the, uh, the, women, the, the pregnancy event. Oh, the pregnancy event. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um before so so what, what i've shown you what i've sent you and what you're about to see right now is actually the video that will play at the start after the countdown has has dropped down but before all that you've had all these speakers come up like like movie posters you know who's going to be uh coming up and some of the other communications um so the idea is you know if if you come to an event any kind of event especially if it's academic you're going to expect it to be somewhat well, academic, right? So it's going to be a little bit perhaps boring, perhaps dry. And, and the last thing I think you really feel that you're going to feel when you are going into an academic experience is any sort of emotion. So what I thought would be interesting is what if I did something that really primed the audience to go like, wow, this is, this is really something different, right? So the world of female reproductivity um, as much as we, we think we know a lot about it, it's actually very much underserved in terms of research. Uh, believe it or not, most of the research, in, 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 despite representing half the world, uh, the, the amount of research that is done on women's health is actually significantly less than men's health. And that's something to do with the way samples are taken, it's to do with institutional uh, sexism, um, nothing intentional. It's just the way things are set up because people don't do tests as much with, uh, with possibly pregnant uh, subjects and you know, that, that sort of thing, right? Uh, 
So I thought if we're going to go into a, a subject like this, what if we just did a bit of a celebration of, of women so that when we start this, we go like, okay, we establish why, why we, we, we are doing this. So I know that the researchers, a lot of the researchers who are involved in this are very passionate about this because they have that feeling of it. And I thought, how can I communicate some of that passion that they have for this uh, to the rest of the audience as well, just so that they can get a, uh, uh, to be on the same page as they, as they start the event, right? So yeah, yeah the countdown yeah. comes down to zero and then uh, they see what's going to come up. Yeah, and, and let's just say what they're probably expecting to see is something quite pedestrian and boring. And then it goes to zero and this is what they get. So what I like about this, Joe, is number one, that is really simple to make. So if anyone's out there and, you know, video's not your thing and you're watching it, you go, well, well, that looks really complex. It's actually not, right? So whether you make it yourself or you outsource it to somebody else, it's really simple. But the, uh, the way that it sets the mood... Uh, the way that it positions you, as you were saying, uh, as an authority and, and gives you gravitas uh, is just wonderful compared to what the regular alternative is. Yeah, so it's one of those things. I, I mean, I, 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 when, when you say it's simple to do, I, I, I'm a little bit in two, in two ways about it. As in like, yes, technically speaking, to put together some, yeah. some pictures yeah. and some music, it's, it's, it's uh, relatively simple to do. Uh, but yeah, it's better than the alternative, which is like, I'm going to try and raise you from ground zero with the count. If there's a countdown when it, when it, when it starts, I'm going to take you from that ground zero to this higher level where I'm trying to introduce you. And, and, uh, it puts a lot of weight on the presenter. I mean, I'm not saying that they aren't presenters who can do that, who are really good at doing that. Uh, but it's kind of, uh, kind of good to have something that lifts it up for you. And it's like having a, it's having that jack in the car where you, if you want to, if you want to raise the car up, this is the easy thing to get it done. So that all you have to do is the next bit, which, uh, which may be the delivery of the content, you know? So let me say that, uh, when I say it's easy to do, technically it is easy to do. I mean, you know, message, messaging the right, um, you know, the, the mood, the effect, all, that I mean, you know, that's the art in it, but the actual science and the process is easy. Uh, I've got a question here from uh, Jesse Lewis, and he's asking, "Is that all stock footage that that you saw?" 
Well, Jesse, that's all stock footage, yes. Um, it's part of the, the way I like to do things. So, so, so Julian and I are kindred spirits because we like to pick up stuff off the floor and go like, oh, this is still lovely to use. Um, and what I, what I try to do is do something that isn't going to be too much, uh, too much trouble to do as well. So again, I think I, I, I'm guessing that me and Julian are similar that way as I'm making go like, oh, if, if I've solved this problem before, let's just use the solved problem. Uh, it is possible to reshoot everything, to just take a storyboard like, uh, like, 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 like what it ends up being and, and say, okay, we'll shoot it from the ground up. But there's no need to. Right, because the, the the stock footage is what it is. If if you're looking for almost any kind of composition, uh, there is someone out there who is selling that kind of footage. So it's about the the kind of budget that you're working with as well, right? So what I try to do is find that middle ground where I have uh, invested in some some libraries, and within those libraries, I have certain things that I can express and try and do my best with. So like the the the, the video that you saw. Uh, it went through a, a few iterations where we said, okay, we need to have more Asian faces and we need to have them you know, do, do this or that. And it's a bit of a search to find the right shot. But uh, as, you, as you can see, it, it, it turns out pretty well. So yes, the, the short answer is yes, stock footage. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the sources are wide and varied. So there's some, there's some, there's some even more advanced uh, stock footage providers, you can invest in that. And if your client has got the budget, great, because they want to be more unique. Uh, but if you don't have that budget, well, you can always work on the on the budget that I worked on, which was, uh, you know, I, I just basically go to Storyblocks and I, I have an annual, you know, account and they keep adding video all the time. So if uh, anyone's out there and you're wondering what, how much does stock video footage uh, cost, yeah, and, and, you know, really you can get entry-level stock footage uh, and it's going to do the job. Generally what it is, it's, it's dated. It is what the higher-level stock footage libraries like Shutterstock or Getty Images, when they've used it for a couple of years, they will on-sell that to these almost resellers. However, that said, all it takes is a little bit of time to go through something like Storyblocks or Envato is another one. Um, and the footage is superb. Where it, if, if you're up to people, uh, if you're after people with, with absolutely up-to-the-date fashion, and that, okay, that's not going to solve your problem there. But for general, I mean, anything like buildings or wildlife or general people or that, it, it will do the job brilliantly. Uh, and here's a tip for you. If you use Envato, you can go on there, and I think it's for something like $20 a month, you can have complete access to the stock footage, the photos, the music, the sound effects, but you can buy it month by month. So if you know you've got a project coming up, just go take a month subscription Download what you need, download a little bit extra and let your subscription lapse. And then maybe six months later, you've got another project just started up again. So and you and your story blocks, you said, Joe. Yeah, I, I have a I have a, a subscription to story blocks and I, I also look for some interesting music because music drives a lot of the stuff that I do. So I, I actually have a, a lifetime subscription to art, uh, to audio that's with two eyes, audio.com. And that one has uh, actually indie music as well. So it's, in, it's bands, full songs. So there the, are the, some productions I use where I actually use an entire song and the song just happens to fit 
uh, nicely as well. Uh, and that's lovely. So you, 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 you've got a, a wide range of, uh, of stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and this is the thing about it as well. Keep your ears open, right? Because, you know, for me, I hadn't come across Envato, and I'm going to have a look at that as well. And I might use your, your, your pay-as-you-go strategy as well, because I like, I, like, I, like, uh, I like saving a buck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as um, uh, Jesse Lewis says, Pexels, which is, has yeah. got um, quite uh, a lot for free. And again, uh, and then as um, uh, Dean Hankey, who's, uh, I, I know this is Dean, you can always know if it's Dean, like when he comments, because you never get anyone who uses more capitals and more exclamation marks uh, than, than Dean. But he goes, look, there's lots of stuff, you know, free and fee, that's out there. So there really is no reason to to not give this a go. Joe, you were saying that you used uh, before, when people are in the waiting room, uh, yeah. you used, uh, you, know, um, you know, speakers that are coming up. So you made, you know, uh, did production in that part. If it's in Zoom, how do you put it before uh, the uh, you let people in to the seminar, the session? Okay, so this is the 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 illusion, right? I mean, uh, people think that a show begins uh, when the doors open. I mean, like for Zoom, when you're when you're on the inside, you don't think about the experience. You go like, okay. Uh, three minutes to time to start the webinar and, and, and you're in the background doing your stuff and then the audience is out there still seeing this blank screen, nothing's happening, right? Uh, what I do is I simply open up the Zoom room 10 minutes ahead of time. And instead of having nothing play, I'm just playing all the different things. So, so I am playing, essentially, if, if I was just saying, if it was a video, it'd be a slideshow. It's basically a slideshow that's happening before the actual event. Uh, I, I throw in the element of uh, a countdown and because that helps the audience also anticipate something's about to begin and it gets, it gets that kind of drive uh, forward momentum as well. But that's, that's basically it. So, so I, I just open the room early and I start broadcasting early. It's just that the show hasn't started yet, right? Just pretty much like if you go into a cinema and uh, you get into the hall and uh, before the showtime, they start playing some commercials or some other forms of entertainment, I guess. Um, that's before, before it starts. So that, that's, that's, the, that's the illusion. Uh, there, there is also some, some new features which I, I haven't explored, but I've seen as a, as a list on, on Zoom's features. So apparently Zoom can do some kind of uh, waiting room stuff as well now. Uh, but I haven't explored that. But as soon as I figure that out, I'm going to, to to make that happen for my clients as well. Yeah, I think what you can do on Zoom is it's got text, it's got image. I haven't seen it actually where you can you know, upload a video beforehand. But having said, even if that's not available now, it will be available soon. The evolution of on of virtual presenting what is available to us is evolving so so quickly now. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the thing that I wanted you to, to to walk away with or think about is I don't know whether you've ever been to a Cirque du Soleil show. Um, you know, it, it's it's a great show. The show itself is wonderful, but the show actually begins about fifteen minutes before the show. And it's when the clowns and when the other people are sort of beginning to move in and around the audience. They're actually doing things to create this language almost of what the the event's going to be about. You know, and that's and that's such an important thing for Circus Soleil, and, and it's something that, that I think nobody uh, realizes actually is part of the process. But it's a huge part of the process. It's, it's the warm up act before you realize there's a show that's going on, 
And that's something that I feel is often neglected. You know, we, we, we try to go from zero to 100 straight away. And when the, the easier way is kind of, of, of sneaking it past the audience, the audience doesn't realize that it's been warmed up, but it has, you know. And so that when, when, when things get going, they, they're not starting cold. They may actually already sometimes be even enjoying themselves. So uh, pay attention when you're going to a show. I, I know it's, gonna be, it's been a long time since anyone's been to Cirque du Soleil, but uh, if you do, get there early and uh, start watching what they do before the show starts. Yeah, and as um, uh, Dean was saying here as well, you know, this the other things we can do with trivia, videos, contest polls, quizzes, whatever. You, there's so many things that are available, uh, and all this is is you can do for low uh, or no cost at all. Uh, what I would certainly suggest people don't do is what they do in India in cinemas a lot. I don't know if you've ever been to a Bollywood movie at a, a typical uh, Indian cinema. What they do is they have everybody outside, like in a cinema, and they open the doors at the same time the movie starts. So, oh. so you get in your seat, and I've got video of this. It was hilarious. Like you're watching the movie, and, have, and yeah. it's just all these people, and they're calling to each other and their family and friends where they are. So about you know 12 minutes after the movie starts is actually when you can actually hear it for the first time. So don't recommend that. Uh, recommend you uh, take Joe's process uh, a lot smarter. So, Joe, that's been terrific. A lot of great information and ideas in here. And so much of what you've said can be done for low to no cost. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having your, uh, uh, coming on, Joe, sharing that. And uh, while you sit there and sip your coffee, I'm just going to tell people that, uh, remember, if you don't know... if. If you know of people who would like to come and uh, be part of the New Video Professionals Club, uh, because it's a new video game and you are not going to win the new game playing by the old rules, come and learn that. And if you're ever stuck getting into video, just press that red button and you are going to be in this game faster than you know. All right, guys, hooroo, and uh, see you all tomorrow for Cool Tools.